0: Hello, I'm Chris Barker. And I'm Will Betts. And this is the Music Tech My Forever Studio podcast presented in partnership with Evo by Audient. In this podcast, we speak with producers, engineers,
1: DJs and industry figureheads about their fantasy forever studio.
0: The make-believe studio that our guests create will be one that they have to live with forever. But even in our forever studio fantasy, we have some rules. I guess we'll select a computer, a DAW and an audio
1: interface. Those are freebies that we let everybody choose. Then I guess we'll be able to choose only six other bits of studio gear plus one non-studio related luxury item. Chris,
0: there is that other rule though, isn't there?
1: Oh, yes.
0: No bundles.
1: No bundles. There it is. Crucially, No bundles. Choosing a package of separate software
0: or hardware as a single item is not permitted. Indeed not. Today we have the multi monikered dance sensation that is Lee Mortimer, also known as Friend Within and now also as well known as Too Far Gone. Yes, Lee started
1: out as an EDM producer as Friend Within, tearing up dance floors with his club hit The Renegade. Now his Too
0: Far Gone alias is releasing on Dirty Bird and he's got a new EP out right now. So all that's left to do is upsell dreams, shout, no bundles, and generally frustrate our guest with the made-up rules.
1: Yes, let's do it. This is My Forever Studio with Friend Within.
0: Welcome. Welcome.
2: Hello. Hello. It's great to be on. Hello, hello, hello. I've literally listened to every episode. I, um, I, like, I binged most of it during lockdown. Yes. Yeah, that's
1: what we wanted. Yes. That's brilliant. That's what's got yeah. us all the way to season four,
0: is uh, the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I know the rules but I'm I'm here to break them you know. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh well well. We'll see about that Lee. <laughs> Fing,
1: finger on the button well finger on the button. No,
2: I'm not I'm not a rule breaker. I'll um hopefully keep by the rules. But I will need some advice along the way I think. I don't quite know what I need yet. Oh okay
1: okay. I like well it. I guess we'll we'll start off by you know how, how did you get started studio wise you know you hardware software like what were the kind of first bits of kit when on the first tracks you were making?
2: Uh, software would have been I mean my old old like family PC with uh, like Octamed. Do you remember that like an old tracker? Oh wow! Yeah, back mm-hmm. in the day. So wow. I mean this is you know mid early like mid nineties um, just messing around with samples. My cousin had a copy. Um, he had some, like, rave samples. So just, like, repeatedly used the same ones, like, over and over again. Um, but then, I mean, that, yeah, that was when I was younger.
1: If you were using trackers, were you the kid at school programming everybody's Nokia phones ringtones?
2: <laughs> I wish, I wish.
1: That was like a tracker, wasn't it? Do you yeah. remember? You, you had to, like, just oh, put yeah. numbers in. Yeah, yeah. and then um,
2: then I think I got it. That was on the Amiga, and then I think I got it on a PC. But then, really, like, the first one was uh, Reason. I got a copy of that. And, um, that yeah, that was okay. just... Well, basically, like I used to, I download like loads of, uh, let's say, free software, and um, yeah, it would, it would basically all just crash. You know, you've got like a rubbish PC, everything yeah. would crash, but yeah. like Reason never crashed, <laughs> and so I just um just kept using it and like loved it and got I like, yeah, got pretty good with it. Um, did you uh, did you did you keep going with that as you as you went
1: on? Did you you know? Because I know people like um. Yeah. Uh, what's this? Uh, Shadow Child, aka Dave Spoon. You know, you was was uh, rewiring it for a long time. I think he still uses it now. Like he, he loves it. I mean, did you did you stick with it? I did.
2: Yeah, yeah, for a long time. Well, actually, I think the first track I made on Reason actually got signed. And that was my my first track that got signed. So yeah, kept using it for ages.
1: Nice. And What was that called?
2: Um, that was called Shuffle, which was on yeah and, and yeah an old EP. Okay. That I had. Um, I basically found like the shuffle nice. button on um there's like a little built-in sequencer and it just said shuffle and i pressed it and i was like oh my god this is amazing i didn't even know what shuffle was <laughs> i turned it on and like everything sounded like chicago house which was like what i was really into like Derek carter and stuff oh man so it just immediately gave it that vibe
0: hang on and so so shuffle just hitting shuffle got you signed
2: that was it <laughs>
1: Yes, you've got to you've got to start yeah. saying that in in any future interviews where where people say any advice for for young musicians or you've got to that's got to be your line for the rest of the time. Now. Yeah, there's a secret shuffle button. Find that mm-hmm. and everything will be fine.
2: Yeah, that's it. Every okay. door's got it somewhere. You just got to find it.
1: <laughs> so. Um, and what about like studio wise did you i mean it looks like and we're looking through your little little zoom camera right now but like it looks like you've got some mm-hmm. hardware now it looks like you're in a spare bedroom or that kind of thing rather than a separate facility
2: yeah pretty much
1: is that always be, always been the way
2: yeah it's always been in bedrooms i mean this is yeah this would be the study you know i'm just in in my house um yeah i got a few bits of gear but i mean only started getting stuff first thing was the base station 2 Probably had that maybe not long after it came out, is that maybe eight eight years old or something, but most stuff was just mm-hmm. in the computer, really um and a lot of this stuff I have here i don't I don't use it enough, really, not as much as I should it's actually yeah, tell, tell yeah it's actually kind of a separate yeah. it's not even really properly linked up to my computer all the time i've got you know I've got like a there's a Tori squid sequencer, and that kind of runs everything oh wow um and it's kind of it's kind of separate so I I just kind of jam on it and just have fun really and then but then a lot of that stuff doesn't even make it into any tracks just to have yeah Yeah, a lot of people do that
1: it's just kind of like sort of keeping the hobby alive yeah kind of is
2: (laughs) yeah and I put some like I put a a few videos up online and people seem to love it but I, I don't I never really make any tunes out of it yeah, I mean, it can it can just inspire
1: you to want to go into the room though, and that's yeah. half the battle sometimes, just to get going. Um, well, let's let's start the podcast officially, and uh, let's talk about where you would put in the world your dream studio.
2: Um, well, I live in I live in Oxfordshire, and it is a beautiful part of the world, really. I mean, I'd like somewhere. I think I'm thinking mm-hmm. like barn conversion in Oxfordshire somewhere. Okay, with a nice, nice big, a nice view. But yeah, it wouldn't be wouldn't be too far from where I am now. I think
1: sounds sounds very very quintessentially English. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think yeah. that's the kind of
2: house I'd like to live in as well.
0: <laughs> so, would you have like the full open plan? This is my this is my studio, and also see my bed and kitchen <laughs> right here, all in one space. <laughs> or would you try and sort of separate it off? I mean, you are allowed to have living quarters. We have allowed that. Yeah. So, what's it going to be?
2: It would be it would be separate. Yeah. I mean, have you seen, like, the uh, the Devon Analog Studio? Like, you see videos of that.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's, okay.
2: like... I mean, obviously, I can't, I can't have that much gear. <laughs> but, um, yeah, something <laughs> yeah, like just, that. You know, you got those views.
1: Yeah, that'd be less impressive, the Devon Analog Studio, if there was just six items and no bundles, <laughs> wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. The Oxfordshire Digital Studio. That's what mine would be. Yeah, nice. It's just the, <laughs> the laptop in the corner.
0: <laughs> or in the Boxfordshire. Oh!
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. In the
1: Boxfordshire. There we go. I like yes, it. Yes. There we go. Good punish, well. <laughs> Top marks.
0: Thanks.
2: Yeah, I'd like to see some wildlife. Maybe some, you know, visible otters and, like, uh, some, some water.
1: Instead of the invisible otters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not. Yeah. Invisible otters, we can make that happen. There are otters, you just can't see them.
2: They're everywhere, aren't they, I think? I can, I've, I can see invisible otters now. That's, true. That's true.
0: I think it's more that you feel their their slick fur. <coughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's very dense, apparently, that fur, isn't it? Very, very dense. Yeah. It's a yeah. high thread count on that fur.
2: Could <laughs> be a luxury item, couldn't it?
1: Yeah. A rug. <laughs> or a throw. <laughs> not, a, not a throw, sure. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Anyway, why specifically? I know you live there right now and you love it, but like... Was there any reason why you moved to this area in the first place? And was it to do with music making or just unrelated?
2: Um, my family moved from Liverpool to Reading. I mean, this is going back like oh, 20 years or so now, long mm. time. Um, and Oxford, Oxford's not too far away. And then I actually started going to a club night in Oxford because there was like nothing going on in Reading. Mm. Um, so once a month we'd drive down with like we mix CDs um, and then got to know the people there really well. And that's, that's where I met my now wife. So, I've ended, ah. ended up in Oxford. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. Like, we're not, not too far from like the Cotswolds and things. So, yeah, I'm in a, a studio there. I mean, it'd be nice to have one in like, Ibiza or something, somewhere guaranteed weather. If I can well, guarantee the nice, like, hot weather as well. Can we make that happen somehow? That's a
1: bit much. Can we? I don't think we can change the weather well. That's mm. a bit much, isn't it? Like, that's the one
0: thing we can't change. We're not, <laughs> we're
1: not, we're not gods. <laughs> <laughs> Season 5 maybe we will be, let's oh. see, fingers crossed, by the time we get to Season 5. Okay, so your three free items, um, I, I mean, what, what are you going for? Computer, audio interface and DAW, talk us through those three.
2: I mean, I've always been on PC, so I just stick with that really. I've got like a, a laptop in front of me, that's what I use. Um, it's not even like mega, mega fast or anything, um, but it does me. I mean, it's pretty boring, but uh, I think I'm quite having a laptop as well. Yeah. Because ba- it basically gives me sort of two screens and I've got my laptop screen and my, normal, and my other screen.
1: So this is, this is the, a rare occasion where somebody choos- chooses a PC on the podcast and a laptop. I mean, I mean, mm. sort of the world's your oyster with PC laptops. There's millions of different yeah. ones. I mean, this is a, are we just going for some super-duper powerful yeah, this one?
2: this is or? the Lenovo. I've had, like, gaming laptops okay. before. Um, I mean, this was probably, like, a £1,000. So I'm not sure you could spend way more than that um but oh yeah fine can we your yes
0: i i just wanted to press it <laughs> <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs>
1: Come on, what have we got
0: i mean do, what about we, those alienware and razer and all of those kind of crazy yeah. pc laptops yeah. are we not saying that because you said you've done gaming laptops before is that did that not work out for you then
2: yeah they just uh, this is just a more recent one okay yeah, I have used them. Yeah, they've been fine. Some of them are, like, really ugly, though. I don't know why they make them, like, horrible. Yeah, they all are. they all, like, got the big, like, red bits <laughs> on them, and this, one's, this one looks quite nice. I mean, that's what's nice about a Mac as well, isn't it? You know, it's a nice-looking thing. I, I mean, those, those, the gaming laptops,
1: they remind me, you know about, like, in the late 90s when hi-fis started yeah. becoming ridiculous-looking, like,
2: really plastic and loads of bits added on and, like, different <laughs> colours and... Yeah. This one's just black and, yeah... <laughs> Looks fine. Looks nice.
0: And also with those gaming laptops, so you ever sort of if you have people around to collaborate, do you ever think you're just gonna hop onto Skyrim for about six hours <laughs> and like not make any music? <laughs> is that ever a danger?
2: No one's ever commented on my computers, thankfully. Although yeah, a lot of people are surprised that it's a PC. Another thing that keeps me away from Macs as well is I can't get on with the mouse. I, I hate the mouse. I just don't mm. like the feel of it. Oh yeah,
1: it's crazy. The fact that the fact that you have to charge it underneath as well, that new one. Like what is that about? You can't, you can't have it on charge and use it at the same time, right? Is that true? The mouse thing? Seems oh yeah, mental. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense
0: at all. It's brilliant. You could literally put it anywhere else, and it would have been fine. But no.
1: But you know that you know that like heavy heavy Mac fans are just like this. Seems more like it's
0: my fault for some mm. reason. It's not, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> not bad design. I'm just. I'm just but not smart I- enough to understand. I will say, when you are charging it, it's a bit like, ah, oh, they're sleeping now, you know? You, you're not allowed to use a computer. It's like enforced downtime. Okay, so See,
1: see there, he is. there he is. It's your fault, well, isn't it? See, yeah, this is yeah. the,
0: the mental gymnastics. It's
1: the, just get there to make sure it's not Apple's fault. Okay. Exactly. And, uh, and what about an audio interface? I mean, you, you've said you've got a little focus right there, but um, we can definitely upsell some dreams here, right?
2: Yeah, I mm. mean, yeah, you could probably... I mean, this is a... Scarlet 18i20. It's got quite a few ins and outs, but I've got nothing plugged into it now apart from this mic. Um, as I said, a lot of the synths are sort of on a separate sort of system. Um, I, I wouldn't want anything too big, I think. I like them ones with like a big volume knob on there. I'd want it to just be sort of some like controls on it that I can use. Um,
1: okay, but... so maybe like the, the, the UAD... Um... Universal Audio. What's the little, the desktop ones? Apollo yeah. Twin.
0: Apollo Twin. With the Scarlet, with that many ins and outs. Why did you get it in the first place? Did you think you were going to need all those, all that I/O? Yeah,
2: because you know I've got quite a few synths, and I thought I'll have everything set up. I you was know, trying to find that perfect studio, get everything ready that like you press a key and then you can just pick whatever plays. Mm-hmm. But then I never really got to that point, and then I realised that's not how I produce anyway. <laughs> I might just <laughs> yeah. kind of grab one synth. Mm, yeah, and stick it in front of me, mess around with it, and record something. I mean, this is on a very rare occasion because I just find it so much, just so much more convenient to use software, soft synths. Like they, they sound so good. Um, so that's yeah, that's. I just thought I have everything ready to go, and then you buy more stuff, and then you think, well, I've already ran out of inputs. <laughs> so that's kind of <laughs> that was pointless. Well, uh,
1: another option, of course, will is. Uh... The EVOs from our kind sponsor audience, but like uh, they've got big mm. controls on the front. Yeah, nice amount of inputs. They're great. Yeah, decent quality things. Um, what are you thinking? I mean, you, have you had your eye on any brands or anything like that?
2: It's really not something that commonly I look. I look for because I've got something that does the job.
1: You basically want something simple, but with a big volume knob or some yeah, controls maybe. on it.
2: So I mean, something like the and the SSL do something. So, what's that mean? That one that has uh, the compressor on it is that still counted as a? It's a bit more of a mix of that, isn't it? I guess it's not, it's not an interface.
0: Oh, hang on. Wait a second. Which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the, the 6 or the big 6, something like yeah, that? Yeah, the 6.
1: Is that an interface as well, Will? I'm
0: not sure the 6 has an interface. The big 6 does. That's essentially a, a desktop mixer mm. with a 16-channel audio interface in it. Wow. I mean, that's,
1: mm. that's a good bending of the rules already, and I like it.
2: I mean, I like the idea of having like one of the ssl compressors on it i mean Uh, yeah that'd be good the big six has that right sure does yeah i mean even though i've just said i want something small i've gone for something big haven't i
1: (laughs) oh it's got it's got ssl eqs this is i've not seen
0: this i've been out of the loop a little bit Um, this is um pretty new this one this came out in the last few months
1: i mean it's a ridiculously low price for you know what is that six channels of ssl oh no it's
0: it's more than it's more than that i think
2: that'd do me wouldn't it that'd definitely do me okay
1: uh, we've be, we've upsold the dreams yes. there i think well upsell
0: your dreams there
2: we go okay. right
1: and then your daw of choice i mean you said you started on trackers um and then, and what are you want now ableton
2: yeah i use ableton now um then i was think i mean that kind of cuz it was i mean when i was still using reason um you couldn't actually use audio everything was midi so if you wanted audio you had to put it in samplers and stuff um and so I just, yeah, started mm. using Ableton just for the sort of audio part of it. Um, and then I think my laptop kind of couldn't really handle both. So I kind of had to choose one or the other to sort of stick with for a while. And then, yeah, I chose Ableton to sort of carry on with. But I do still I still use Reason now a bit. Mm. I do this sort of VST thing.
1: Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it runs as a big giant VST now, doesn't it?
2: Pro- yeah, probably. But then I'm thinking if it's going to be a forever studio, then it might be quite nice to try something different. Like I've got my eye on like Bitwig or something. You know, to just, just like totally learn something new and that might be inspiring in some way. Ooh. I mean, I've never I've never played with it. OK, so that would be a that would be quite a big step, I think. Especially if you like, you have, you have to get some work done and finished and deadlines. Well, there are, are
0: you- no deadlines in the forever um, studio. Yeah, remember. No deadlines in the forever
2: studio. You've got <laughs> oh, forever, yes. so you're OK. OK, so what are you going to risk it?
1: Going to risk it for a bit of Bitwig.
2: Oh, that's tempting. That it's tempting, that. Um, I think I would, actually, yeah. Yeah, okay. Whoa.
1: I like it. Okay. I like it. I like the edginess of choosing a completely new door.
2: Oh, there's probably going to be things in Ableton that I'm going to need, though, aren't there? I don't know if it's in Bitwig.
0: <laughs> well, we can park it for oh. now and come back at the park end. Park it for now. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, let's, let's have a think. Let's
1: let's move on to the, the actual first item, your
2: first real studio item. I, do my spe- I have to do my speakers, won't I? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I've got PMC 226s. Oh. Very nice. Yeah. So they're not yeah, they're not massive ones, so i I'll definitely need some upselling here, I think. Um, you know, I don't I don't have a sub, so I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to have a sub. I mean, this this room's not very big, so I don't I don't think a sub would go very well in here. Um but I do yeah, I do love the PMCs. Yeah, but maybe in in the barn. Yes. Ah, oh, there's loads of room in there. Otters would love it, wouldn't he? Um <laughs> <laughs> They do love bass, <laughs> Yeah, they're
0: known for it. Yeah. They're proper bass heads. Yeah,
2: otters, Yeah. <laughs> it was actually um, Shadow Child put me onto the PMC brand. Okay, I was uh, I was at, I was in his studio and um, I think he'd he'd um, had they lent him some, and he didn't actually get any in the end. But I um, yeah I managed to borrow. It. I get, they sent me some to to demo. And I was yeah, they were they were great. It's
1: quite cool, isn't it, that you're friends. You're in Oxford, he's in Cambridge, it's yeah. kind of like the sort of tech house boat race. <laughs> it's good.
2: <laughs> you, could, you could have yeah. boat races on your on your river outside your barn. Yes. Here we go. That's that'd be quite good, yeah. Me against Shadow Child. the only way to get to the studio. You can only get there by boat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> nice. Um so, are we still sticking with PMCs and just going big then? Is yeah. that, are we looking for some upselling? Okay. Yeah, I think What's so. the biggest, baddest PMCs? Will? I mean, I think we've had these before, right?
0: Yeah, there are some really big ones. Oh, they're massive, aren't they? And you've got a big space. They're the BB6XBDA active monitors.
1: <laughs> Why the hell? Monitors. Honestly. Okay, so those
0: that. If, where, if where, where, I could where, where? change
1: one thing, I'd <laughs> ne- stop. We've said this yeah. before on the podcast, but it's not making an impact in the industry. Why. Why is, like, the SSL called the Big Six? And then if SSL made monitors, they'd be called the XP7321, you mm-hmm. know? It's mad. It's like an audio interface are called, like, the Evo or the Duet or... But with speakers, they have, always have these mad names. What's going on? Why? Well, come on, speaker manufacturer.
2: Interface is more named, like, like a car would be named, isn't it? Like an interface. Yeah. Well, the s- speakers like sapphire, are like... Yeah, a, a like my laptop, you know, it just has the serial number.
1: <laughs> yeah, what is that? I suppose the only one was the Munro eggs. They were nice and self descriptive. Oh, yeah. They look like eggs. Let's call them eggs. Simple. Yeah. Any others, Will? They've all got. Uh, I'm trying to think There's of. There's no speakers with good, any with others. good, good
0: names. Oh, um, the banana mon- mon- monkey banana. Okay. Banana yeah, monkey. I mean, that's too far, though, isn't it? Uh, that's too far the other way. It's, it's gone. Yeah. Calling them all banana right. monkey
1: speakers. <laughs> that's just. Somewhere in the middle, somewhere between a serial number and monkey banana, is where we need to <laughs> yeah. hit on speaker naming. Okay, anyway, that's my rant over. Uh, so, okay, BB-6. so BB six. I
0: mean the big wait, wait, wait. The big question though is whether you want them to be freestanding or oh,
2: soffit mounted, please. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, in that case, you have the QB1A Active <laughs> uh, Large Scale yes. Reference Studio Monitors. Yeah, nice. That's uh, easy to remember. Well
1: done, guys, from the old speaker naming. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> right, so you've got your big bad boy speakers there. What are we doing for item number two?
2: I'm going to need probably some kind of controller. I wasn't sure because I basically use a... I've got an ovation circuit, which I've basically mapped for, like, loads of shortcuts on Ableton. Um, it's basically like a, a small version of an Ableton push. Mm. So I should probably get a push, I think. But I've kind of been waiting to see if there's, like, a push three coming out. I've been waiting for years and years. Um, and I guess it doesn't even seem like there needs to be a push three, but I, I'm one of them ones where I just wait until something new comes out.
1: This is definitely lending yourself towards Ableton over Bitwig at this point, then, if you're going to go for a push, yeah, Yeah, it is actually, isn't
2: it? Yeah. But then I would, like... I mean, not that I really... Ha- I can't play keys, but we do have a... um like an electric piano in the house and it is nice to just play it and do that. So maybe like the Novation, like the SL Mark II, something like that. So it's kind of, you know, you've got a lot of control of your door in there and I think that has like a sequencer in it and like built-in like arpeggiator and in there and stuff. So that could be good and that's, you know, could you get yeah. like a full-size one of them. But then I do like my little, my little, it's almost like a little launch pad with shortcuts on there and that is a, I mean, I, I use that, you know, literally all the time. So I, I don't know if I could be without that. It's tough. I might have to go for the push because that will probably have all the same shortcuts on there.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty integrated, obviously, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah,
2: it's just that kind of workflow stuff. Yeah, it's, it's really important, I think.
1: Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's park the push for now,
0: it looks like. So are we are saying it's, it's either the 61-key Novation SL Mark III, which has the, the buttons and the, a whole bunch of control uh, like faders and mm. uh, clip launching and all that business and a keyboard um, and putting it up against the push. We'll come back, to yeah. head-to-head later. Okay. Yeah,
2: I push think two. it would be. There's a good so thing what, with I mean, the, the... Sorry, a uh, good thing with the circuit as well is like... So you put it on like synth one, so that's mini channel one, so there are your shortcuts. Then you press like mm. synth two and that goes to another mini channel and then that's like your, your keyboard. Mm. It's actually a really good way of doing things um i've literally have to remember like about 64 different shortcut buttons which aren't labeled (laughs) but they're just all they're all like in my head now that's Um, good (laughs) yeah
0: so you'd have to rewire your entire brain yeah if you change it
2: yeah but even even like it got like master volume on there and i've even like mapped there's a filter on the circuit and i've mapped that to a filter in ableton so it does it does the same thing um so I'm really, really proud of myself on that, the way I did it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds sounds pretty good. You, you are looking yeah. at, you're looking wistfully at it. I am, yeah. Like, you, maybe you should have it in your, maybe it's integral to your music making yeah. workflow. Maybe
2: I could just get the, uh, like, the new Novation Circuit tracks or something, whatever it is. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I should. i, I it deserves loyalty, I think. Maybe I should just stick with it. <laughs> it's done me so yeah, well, and all
1: that effort, like mapping it and learning all the shortcuts and stuff. I mean, yeah,
2: yeah. I even had to get something which like converts a, like a MIDI signal, or con- no, converts a key press mm. to a MIDI signal and then sends it back into Ableton, because because you can't like you can't put, do shortcuts for everything in Ableton. It's it's not it's not great for that. Sometimes you you can like assign a key press to some things. Mm. So then I have to convert that into a MIDI message. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a long-winded thing, but it works. So what is that
0: software you're using? Because I know there are a bunch of listeners who we will have a, a circuit
2: um, using Ableton. It's called MIDI Key2Key, key, or the number two. Yeah, MIDI key to key Cool. Okay. Um, it's quite a simple bit of software. Um, quite good for streaming as well, yeah, I and guess, then yeah? You can, yeah, I guess it could be. Good to sign. You, might, you could... Imagine something like a stream deck Yeah, do yeah. something similar. You know, it seems like you mm. can do short, all kinds of shortcuts on that. Yeah, but this would enable, yeah. So you can't yeah, you can't do a shortcut for everything enabled. Not everything can be a MIDI key and not everything can be a key press. So you've got to kind of do a bit of both. I wonder why that but this, is. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way around mm. it. Nice. Mm. Good tip. There we go. Very good tip. Can I have that? Because you've never heard of it. <laughs>
0: Oh! Oh no! Of course, the rule—the <laughs> yeah, secret that's... rule. Oh no! Okay, yeah, you've just—you've just won it. I might not need it. I okay. might.
2: Not, although, if I did have a circuit, I would need it, wouldn't I? It's—it's it's an odd
1: bit of gear, though, you isn't would. it? It's like because yeah. we had this with Nick Bat, where if he's going to list video gear, we're not going to heard of it. So we, we bent the rules, saying you can't just have every bit of video gear for mm. free because—and this isn't strictly music related, is it? It's uh, its some weird middleware. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say no. No, no freebie on that one. No, <laughs> no freebie. No. Fine. <laughs> All right. I don't think it's not music software.
0: Okay. I think fine.
1: You've you've lost your strict touch. It is MIDI. Hmm? It yes. does use MIDI. Yeah, but, but that's
2: not strictly for music, is it? I suppose.
1: No. Despite its name, it's not anymore. You know. Yeah. It's used for a lot of things. I think. Well, that means. Do you think I'm being harsh? Will is staring down at me, thinking I'm being harsh here. I,
0: look, I, I think you're taking extre- You're taking an extremely hard line on this, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird hill to die on that's all i'll say yeah okay well let's think about it okay next all right the
1: music tech my forever studio podcast
0: is supported by evo by audience and
1: the evo 16 audio interface
0: The EVO 16 is packed with eight award-winning EVO preamps alongside audience advanced converter technology which will make recording even easier and better sounding.
1: That's right, featuring their signature smart gain level technology, a groundbreaking motion UI control system and all the ins and outs for even your biggest
0: sessions, the EVO 16 is a powerhouse interface. I've got to say I'm a huge fan of that smart gain feature and with eight inputs you can perfectly set levels for a full drum kit. In seconds, and with intelligent features like this and powerful, easy-to-use design, Evo 16 is a new way of doing things for music makers, home recording enthusiasts and producers looking to up their interface game.
1: The Evo 16 interface is suggested to retail at £399, €469 and $499 in the USA. Discover Evo online at evo.audio. Item number three.
2: So I probably, I might not need this in the perfect studio, but I use um, like SonarWorks, the um, uh, the room correction software. Mm. I probably wouldn't in the perfect studio probably wouldn't need that, but I felt like I, I should at least give it a name check because I, I, it's absolutely essential. Like it's in this room that I'm in now, and then the previous one I'm in, um, I couldn't I couldn't work without it really. But if everything was, you know, if it was the perfect studio and it sounded amazing, I might not need it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've got your soffit-mounted speakers in a good acoustic <laughs> room, I, I expect, so... Yeah. It should be fine. Should yeah, be. I might
2: not need that, mightn't I? How
0: much of a difference do you find it makes, and have you ever tried mixing without it?
2: Oh, it makes loads of difference. I mean, yeah, this room sounds horrible without it. I mean, I'm not. there's honestly, like, sort of 10 dB peaks in the low... Well... Wow. Yeah, in the bass. Um, so that it just sounds awful. I mean, I don't know how I made things before it. I mean, probably my biggest track, The Renegade, I made without it, and I just... It was only when I got it and then turned it on, I realised how bad the room sounded. Um, it just never even occurred to me, and now, like, say I'll, because I'll, I, I kind of have it on my computer as well. It doesn't it doesn't have to just be in Ableton. It, it does it for everything. So if I'm, mm. if I'm just like listening to, I'm on like record box or on Spotify or something, and I can if I just if I click mm. on a track and it starts playing, I know if it's turned on or not. Just I can just I can hear it now. And it, does, it makes it sound so much better. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy the amount of difference it makes, really. However good the speakers were, you just can't get past a room sounding pretty rubbish.
1: That's it. Big lesson there. And actually, a, g- a good tip, if, like, if people are struggling, probably look at room
2: correction before
1: you look at replacing your
2: speakers. Yeah. Always. Yeah, I mean, I've got a bit of like acoustic treatment in here, not much, just like stuff off Amazon.
1: A few otters. <laughs> just a few o- otter, thick otter pelts on the wall. <laughs> Yeah. So just to get rid of those high mids.
2: <laughs> just get rid of that sort of re- reverb you don't want.
1: Yeah, yeah, just that thick pelt. Um, so if we're not doing acoustic treatment, what are we doing for item number three? What, what are you feeling?
2: You know, the, I think the Novation Peak, I think I'd have to have one synth, like a piece of like hardware synth. Yeah, Novation Peak. Mm. Um, yeah, I've got one back there. Interesting choice. Yeah, I love that. You just get so many different sounds out of it. Um, I just know it really well. I like the size of it. Um, but it might, I mean, it might be nice to upgrade to the summit.
0: Upsell
1: your you have upsold yeah. yourself. <laughs> we, we didn't even have to go there. You were upselling yeah. yourself, then, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense to go for the summit. You can get whatever yeah. you want. I mean, th- there's nothing above that, is there? Will in the?
0: No, that's yeah. that's the one. That's the, you're topping out with the summit. I mean, nice, quite literally. <laughs> but there's, it's basically two peaks, isn't it? It's got twice the number yeah. of voices.
1: Twin Peaks, okay.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I yeah. think it's great. I mean, nice. there's, I mean, there's so many <laughs> other synths out there now that I have my eye on, but don't feel like I need anything different than that because I, you know, I know it. It's re- like there's a really good like modulation matrix on there. You can like map almost anything to anything else, and yeah, you can get you can get really deep with it. When you want
1: and I guess it's polyphonic, you could you could have it as your MIDI controller as well if you wanted
2: yeah yeah that's how I can get some keys in there isn 't it
1: yeah it's all mappable as well, i guess it 's probably quite a flexible flexible beast
2: no it's really good
1: um, that 's the first time
2: I think we've had that as well on the podcast
0: yeah, I think it is the first time yeah yeah
2: it 's it's also got effects on it as well, like when it just has built in effects it just it just makes creating sounds more fun mm. i think whether you put the effects on at the end anyway like you know a bit of reverb
0: oh my god yeah
2: creating a sound from scratch it just makes it sound better doesn't it yeah <laughs> you know if when you come to put it in a tune and mix it yeah take it off if you want but like
0: with the summit are there particular knob twiddles you're particular particularly a fan of that we can hear in your tracks
2: um I've, I've usually just be some kind of bass in that i mean simple as like opening up the filter and right doing that kind of stuff
1: do you tend to just run it straight in as audio and play it or do you trigger it via a midi when you've used yeah, it Yeah, so
2: midi going into the synth and then basically bounce it down at the last moment possible which i know i should i know i should commit it to audio a lot sooner because it would make life easier yeah, yeah. and i actually really like working with audio so i really should do that more often but i'm kind of i always like to have everything mm-hmm. available to change at any point if I want to that's dangerous that's dangerous though, I know, like, know. <laughs> you never finish anything yeah yeah but I do get I do get things finished thankfully and it's, it's got a really good arpeggiator in there it has like different patterns you don't have to use like you know regular sort of 16th notes yeah it actually has patterns um, so it can mm-hmm. yeah, kind of it almost just gives you like trance riffs and things like nice really, really easily amazing yeah so there's yeah there's good things like that on there
1: Item number four. That's
2: probably. Um, I'm thinking of going like for another door. I'm thinking of giving reason as well. Okay. Yeah. More door. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sauron's favorite there. <laughs> I mean, there's so much in reason. I mean, it almost feels like a bundle. It's it's such a. I mean, I'm, uh, there's so much in there, and i you know I, I do love it. There's a synth in there called Complex One, I think, which is basically like a little modular system. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I would need something to get some, like, weird sounds out of. Um, like, I really like the uh, the Buchler Easel, mm-hmm. the, like the Artoria, one of them. I mean, we're
1: saying, like, uh, another door, more Um, mm-hmm. But Reason runs as a plug-in as well, so it's essentially yeah. a plug-in. You're going to just plug it straight into Ableton, even though it is <laughs> its self-sustained thing. yeah.
2: There's loads of good samples in there as well. You know, I'm going to need, like, drum hits and things. Um, and you do get loads of them in there. I don't know how good they are now. They used to be good. I remember using them loads. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you got like thing like Thor in Reason, that's really good. And then the Subtractor synth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Subtractor's been in it since, like, version 3 or something or 4, but it still, still sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a really like big mixer in there as well, which is really good. The EQs on that sounded really good for like a you know, digital mixer.
1: That's SSL inspired as well, isn't it, if I remember, is it that kind of style?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it was. And you've got the shuffle button in there, you know.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So- <laughs> there we go. That is that's yes. the main point, isn't it? That yeah. is the main that's that's the yeah, that's the, the button that wins at life, the shuffle button. Yes. Yeah, and some- I might make a plug in that's just a shuffle button. That'd be that be good, wouldn't it, yeah? We should do that. Wow, that yeah. Just, I'd buy just that. hit a shuffle and that's it. Bam.
2: <laughs> so Yeah, there's some good like uh, MIDI generators in there as well for like generating bass lines and arpeggio stuff. Nice. My musical knowledge, my musical theory is pretty non existent. So I, I need these kind of things to help me along the way.
1: So um let's lock that in then and then we're on to item number five.
2: Uh I probably need Getting trickier now. Yeah. I think I use Melodyne so much. Not like just for kind of correcting, you know, vocals or whatever, but just to kind of find like what key things are in. Because like like I say, my musical knowledge is not great. So, you know, I need to know what, like doing a remix, just like extracting the the bass notes out of something or like a chords part. And then, you know, taking that and then writing a new melody for a remix. Um, So just seeing what, just being able to see what those notes are. Mm. Um I, yeah I use that all the time I guess uh, if
1: if you' used to use MIDI a lot and reason a lot in that way, then it makes sense that you kind of almost want to look at the remix stems as MIDI if you know what I mean like you try and yeah interpret it as that so then you can sort of go backwards to go forwards with new ideas yeah i
2: do that I do that loads I do that loads with remixes um you know maybe, you know if it's in like a major key i'll try and put it into sort of this kind of equivalent minor key. Mm-hmm. So, so I need to know what that key is in order to change it um, it's actually a really good way of making a new version of something yeah um, you know if anyone's you know if anyone needs a remix that's a good that's a good starting point so that's is that's what it's mainly for for you then not for vocals at all really a bit for vocals but probably just to find out what notes are being played you know it would take me ages to try and yeah and I couldn't I couldn't do it with any chords I, I, wouldn't, I would never be able to do that but you know a simple like bass line I would figure it out um, but it just saves so much time. And, yeah, and I have used it on a lot of vocals. Because um, I don't really... I mean, I've not, had a, I've not picked a microphone yet, and I probably won't pick a microphone here because Ooh. I don't think I've ever recorded a vocalist. Apart from my son, when we make a little tune together. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was the last one to sing into it. So so with
1: the... Uh, there's no... I guess there's, there's no MIDI, MIDI tool audio to MIDI kind of tools like that in Ableton, is there? Because hmm. I know Cubase has kind of audio kind of Melodyne type thing. Um,
2: it's not, I've not used it for so long because got Melodyne, so that's, that's just like unbelievable. And yeah, it's a bit hit and miss, the, the ones in Ableton, that I know. I mean, you can click on like a bass line and say like, I think, yeah, convert to MIDI. Right. And it will, it'll give it a good go. And I think with like a bass, it will try and recreate the sound as well. It will sort of have a think about it and then oh try right. and pick the, the st- similar sort of sound in one of the sort of plugins. Oh, that's kind of quite AI future forward type stuff, yeah. isn't it? Crazy. All
0: right. It, um, and we're going to give so, you um, we're going to give you Melodyne Studio, so you can do all of your polyphonic yeah. stuff
2: as well. And nice. I've not actually got Studio. I've got the one. I can't actually change individual chord notes. But when I, when I need it, I'll I'll have to upgrade. It's ready in your Forever Studio.
1: It's there already. It's the the full one. So final item, item number six of the studio items. I
2: might, it's, it's something I use all the time called Scalar 2. Do you know that from Plugin Boutique? Mm. Mm-hmm. Basically like a, uh, yeah, an unbelievable way of, yeah, creating chords and chord progressions. Um, and it like suggests chords to you. And but then it, there's a new one now where there's a new sort of suggest function where it does. It doesn't just keep things in the same key. It'll do ones in different keys, and and it's so it's so good. Um, cause, yeah, I mean, it's easy to just pick from a list of chords in the same key, but then at, at some point you feel like you've you've done them all. But this, but then it suggests like something similar in another key, and it just changes the whole emotion of a chord progression. Um, yeah. And it's yeah, it's so good for that. That was just in a, a recent update, I think. And then from there, you know, you can make sort of arpeggio stuff. I used that load, so I probably couldn't be without that, I think. Especially with the sort of too far gone stuff that I've been starting, it is more sort mm. of melodic in places. Yeah. Um so that's been invaluable for that for that kind of music. Um
1: again, I think uh the a debut on the podcast mm. for that mm. for that plugin. But um yep. all right, well before we go on to the luxury item, let's uh Let's bounce over to Will and get the rundown of this scenario and, uh, and see what you think.
0: Okay, we still have one decision mm. to make, so when we get there, you're going to have to figure that one out. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay, Set the scene. We're in Oxfordshire. The fields are green. You're by a river. There are visible otters on the riverbank. You're in a barn conversion with separate living space. Your computer is a souped-up Lenovo Laptop, your interface, which is a cheeky one. I feel like we we upsold this for you. The SSL Big Six, a very good choice. Your DAW, I think we decided on Ableton Live Suite 11. Your first of your main items, you have the Soffit mounted PMC QB1 As. You have one of the following three: a Novation SL Mark III, a Push Two, or the Circuit Tracks pick now i'm gonna have to
2: go push i think okay push two push three i want push three What <laughs> come on ableton because i know if i buy if i buy a push two they're going to bring out a push three immediately and i'm going to be pissed off
0: <laughs> a quick aside what would you even want different on a push three i
2: don't know
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know just better just want it better just- just one. Oh, just, no. It's just one better. Just yeah, better. One, one better. Just change
2: the two to a three and i will be happy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really bad. And yeah, I should just get a two.
0: <laughs> well, that's what you're getting. You're getting a two. I yes. pushed two. You have, for a synthesizer, you have the Novation Summit. A very good choice. A bit of a curveball. You've chosen for your fourth item to have Reason 12 Studio. Then... For your fifth item, you have Melodyne 5 Studio. And for all of your chord creation needs, you have Plug-in Boutique's Scalar 2. How does that feel, Lee?
2: Yeah, I like it. That is decent. I can make a lot of noise with that, yeah. Lovely stuff. So Fantastic. that brings
1: us to the luxury item. So not a piece mm. of studio gear, just something that you would like as your luxury item i can see a little cheeky grin appearing here have you prepared something for this sort of yeah well yeah what's the luxury item come
2: on well there's something i can't be without in the studio and that's my exercise ball that i sit on
1: Mm. oh like image
2: and heap yeah i love this i love this thing i did have i went through a bit of a period of, of back problems and um changed changed through this exercise ball and did exercises not on the ball, but separate exercise. And uh, it sorted me right out. And now I can't. Yeah. I wouldn't be without it. So, um, Any hilarious
1: accidents that we should know about?
2: No, thankfully not. Oh. I'll often come in and it's not in here. My son's taking it and just, like throwing it downstairs. <laughs> 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 but, but no, thankfully no accidents. It needs a bit of an inflate. I feel a bit low today. It's getting a bit low. <laughs> Although it do, it's a slight annoyance where it does have a bit of a ring to it on certain frequencies so you can get a <laughs> yeah. you can like hear it sometimes if i was to clap like in in the room i could hear it ringing a little bit yeah which is not not <laughs> ideal
0: do you reckon that sonar works is actually compensating for your exercise ball
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah it probably is probably it is. might be in somewhere yeah the ball was in yeah. here at the time of when i you know did the measurements
1: i mean it's quite a like down-to-earth mm-hmm. luxury Yeah, item. uh yeah from from the little smile I saw, I thought it was gonna be something crazy. Like we've had we've had hundred and twenty seven feet waterfall, yeah. you know, and you want an exercise ball. It's it's yeah. good, it's yeah. nice. well, I guess
2: would you would probably give people a chair normally, wouldn't you? You would allow something to sit on.
0: Yeah. But not a ball. No, not a ball. Not a ball, no. No, 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 no. no <laughs> ball,
2: ball that's <laughs> you not can, you can, yeah.
0: If you were allowed the ball, if we allowed you the ball, would you have any? is there is there anything else luxury
2: wise? I mean, what else? I like a pool table in there. Okay. Yeah. Just for the a little break, you know, have a little break in there.
1: Still are quite you a, down to earth. I like it. It's
0: nice. Are you a bit of a pool shark, then, Lee? No, no. I, um, That's what they all say. That's what pool sharks say, though. <laughs> <laughs> pool shark. is like I've never played before, and then before you know it, you're five hundred quid down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> now I wish I could play more, but my um, brother's got a pool table in his house, so I um, started going man here a bit more. Um, he's, yeah, he got it. He's only had right. it. he's only had it for a few months, but. We've actually been keeping a, a, a book of like all our games over the years. He used to have one like years back, then got rid of it. Then he's got another one. We've got like a list of like all the games that we've played. That's cool. And I, I am in the. I am in the lead. I am in the lead.
1: Oh, there you go. So he's a he's a pull shot. He's yeah, confirmed it. Well, yeah. we got there. All right. Well, all that's left to say is thank you so much, Lee, for joining us, and uh, thanks for listening too. Um, we we really appreciate it. It was great to actually have you on. Um, so you've got the two far gone things still still going. EP out now on Dirty Bird, but more more releases uh, in the pipeline.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. More of that, and then I've also I'm doing stuff under the name Atlantic Garden with Max Styler. Okay. He's had stuff on. I think he came through that stuff on Dim Mac, and yeah, he's out in uh, Las Vegas. We've been making tracks together. Okay. Got yeah, nice. too far gone stuff. Still, nice. Yeah, that's still fully going ahead with that as well. Um, and still friend within. mm Hmm. Do you have yeah. to
1: uh, put a different different hat on when you're DJing with these different aliases?
2: Well, <laughs> I've only had I've only had one gig as too far gone. Um, and everybody went, look at the mustache. That's friend within. <laughs> <laughs> but it was weird. Someone came up to me and said, oh, are you, and I was expecting him to say friend within, and he said, are you too far gone? And, like, and I was like, yeah, and he'd not even heard of friend within, so I was really okay. surprised. Well. So I'd been huh. recognised as too far gone. Um, I was quite chuffed with that. Can I suggest moustache up
1: for friend within and down yeah.
2: for too far gone? That would be a nice <laughs> tweak. That would be the way to do it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I need to look different. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Nah, all good, mate. We're loving the tunes The Too Far Gone stuff. I really am. It's really, really cool. And I always, I mean, Dirty Bird as well, keeping up with, always yeah. releasing quality stuff, aren't they? It's like so good. Oh, it's great to be on
2: that label, yeah.
1: Love it. Well, we have to say goodbye now. But thank you very much, Friend Within. Thank you. thank you. Thank you.
0: Amazing. Loved that one. Lee is an absolute legend. So thank you, Lee, again, for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like we let ourselves down upselling dreams there, especially with the luxury item. I mean, we did good upselling some dreams, but an exercise ball as a luxury item, that's quite low rent, isn't it? I mean, it's a
0: literal low ball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but fair play, fair play to Lee for to, to keeping it, you know, down to earth, keeping it real. Yeah. You know, he's still Lee from the block, as j would say. <laughs> she, and she speaks very highly of him. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Anyway, what's coming up next time? Next time
0: we have Jack Patterson, one third of Clean Bandit, and we're going to grill him in his basement studio until he gives up his production secrets.
1: Yeah, and obviously we're
0: going to find out what unusual gear he will steal if he's going to be a thief, you know. I suspect he will be. Yeah. Anyway, catch you all next time for more adventures in Studio Foreverland. Goodbye. Bye-bye.